Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here, managing editor of Fightful.com. It is August 15th. We are well on the way to SummerSlam weekend. Of course, Fightful.com has you covered with post shows and live coverage of NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3, uh, WWE SummerSlam on Sunday. Of course, that all starts with the list and your boy. Tomorrow afternoon, we'll get you, we'll get you primed and ready to go. And, of course, we have contests over on the Fightful dot com forums right now you can win a rick flair defining moments action figure speaking of we're going to talk a little bit about rick flair on this this uh evening show in addition to smackdown making predictions for SummerSlam and nxt some stuff went down on smackdown tonight jeff somebody finally unseated you as the 5.74 second man Well, I I could get myself in trouble with that phrase. And I'm trying hard not to, Sean. So, 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 Anna. (laughs) What? How dare you? No, go ahead. What? Let's see where you're going with this, Jeff. (laughs) Let's see where you're going with this. I I hope she and him are happy. What? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, that was I'm it sorry, for this one. SmackDown Live podcast. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Join us for the list and your boy Wednesday at 3. I hope someday to be the sixth second. <laughs> Anna, yeah. how are you? I don't know at this point. <laughs> So Jeff, after you compose yourself, maybe yeah, uh, sorry. yeah I, I had waited and since I heard this news to really talk to you about this. Uh, mm. Obviously, Jimmy Van unleashed some news uh, in regards to Ric Flair's condition. What what is your take on the whole situation involving Ric Flair? Very unfortunate, obviously. I you know <laughs> I don't want to 
this, there's no way to put this without sounding insensitive except putting a, a disclaimer on there. I think there's no such thing as minor surgery, but I think there's a possibility that the whole he's really in a state of, you know, whatever may have been a bit overzealous in it. But uh, you know what? They found a problem in the colon. That ain't a place to play around. I'm happy that he's resting comfortably, and I hope he has a full recovery. I really do. I, I'm I'm hoping that his hard parting has or hard parting past has not uh, weakened his immune system any, and uh, and that he makes a full recovery. I'm going to go ahead and speculate that it has, but um, hope yeah, hoping he makes a full recovery. Anna, anything to add to the Ric Flair uh, hospitalization? I think it's human nature to just assume the worst in these kind of situations, um, especially if it's someone you love. You know, my parents are on holiday at the moment and I'm in a constant state of anxiety for absolutely no reason. But it's just, that's, it's just normal for your mind to go there. Um, I really hope he's okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's about all I can say, really. Yeah, it hits hard because, I mean, there are, <clears throat> maybe what three, four generations of pro wrestling fans who don't know what a landscape without Ric Flair in some capacity is like. He's been yeah. around since 1972 when he started and <clears throat> yeah, be- best wishes to him and-, and his family. Of course we got SmackDown live to talk about, Oh, this one started out awkward. This was rough. This was rough. Jinder uh, Mahal comes out. He cuts a really original uh, "You People" promo. hits hits us with that one about three or four times. Brings out people to dance and celebrate. What was it? India's Independence, Jeff? Yeah, India Independence Day is today. So this wonderful old lady comes out and sings India's national anthem, and gets booed. And it's it's ooh. like you know, this stuff. Normally, I'm like, I whatever, not that bad, but. Given the timing of it, like Anna, I saw you on Twitter. You said, read the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there was no surveying of the land done here. It's just someone tweeted at me saying, you know, they're not normally soft or one to be politically correct about this stuff, but even this was too much. And I'm like, well, it's not about being soft or politically correct. I think, generally speaking, the majority of people are too much on the politically correct side to the point where it's just about being outraged and without any real reason behind it. This is just about logic and awareness. And like, this is happening in your country at the moment. How was this a good idea to do it? I mean, is this what they mean by then now forever with repeated storylines that are completely out of date? It's just WWE. If you're listening to this or watching this, please stop it. Because you're kind of pissing everyone off now. Yeah, it was lowest common denominator garbage. It was over, like they've done it so many times. It doesn't it doesn't work right here. Um, Jeff, what did you think about this and Nakamura's appearance as well? My reaction was, this is the most baffling title build I've ever watched. Weird. Because here, here's where I, I mean, I had a completely different path than you all, even though I didn't like it. The dancers and the old lady are being very earnest in their celebration. This is a happy, joyous type of celebration type thing. There's no 
snark to it. There's no wink and nudge that this is a heel type of celebration to the audience. This is a happy type of thing, and everybody in the crowd is kind of getting into it, and they did the first time, to lead up to a promo to then denigrate them. This is not the way to build up a heel. This is not... I, 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 I'm very uncomfortable with wanting the audience to boo people who are earnestly celebrating and dancing and having this kind of joyous cultural thing to then get crapped on for this terrible promo. It, it, it's, it's such a disconnect to me. I'm just wondering, like, when Jimmy Van brought me to Canada, why at the beginning of the baseball game when O Canada played, I wasn't like, boo! <laughs> That would have been awesome. Like, isn't that what I'm supposed to do as an as an American? That's what WWE tells me, at least. And I, I feel like it was a missed opportunity. <laughs> Up next, uh, N- Natalia defeated Becky Lynch. Naomi is out for com- commentary during the commercial. Natalia really treats it like a commercial, like doing stuff that isn't usually allowed on WWE TV like interacting with individual crowd members. Jeff, do you think that that's like, what do you make of seeing something like that? Because on camera, that's usually like a big no, no stall for time. International. Well, obviously, but I mean, oh, what do I think of it? I you know, hear anything about it. I mean, no, I, I don't, I, I don't make too much of it. I mean, it, it's hit or miss on these types of segments anyways, because I kind of like seeing this. I kind of like seeing Natty being able to explore her heel character as opposed to just going through the motions. I don't have a problem with it personally. I know Vince might, but at the same time, this is what you're supposed to do during commercial breaks. They're just capturing it on camera for the few people paying attention during the commercial break, as opposed to checking their phone or going to get a snack or or what have you. So I, I, I don't really have a problem with the, these these split screen things are feast or famine for me. And this is this is perfectly fine, I thought. The match existed. It happened. It was there. I noticed that Naomi said that she will win Sunday because she has the glow. Anna, can you explain to me what that means? Um she has a really pretty title now. And she has hair that can whip people in the face. And Ken- Kenny Omega them. is a fan of her entrance, so he said. I that like her know. entrance. I yeah, really cool love. Entrance. I really love her character development over her title reign. I think you know at the end of it when um, when Natalia was about to put Becky into a submission after the end of the match because of course that's what you do to be mean to someone illegally is do a submission move. You heard. Um, Naomi on commentary going, what the, f-? and then getting up and then running in to help her. I think that's, that's awesome. She's an awesome champ. And thank God we have one on SmackDown Live. Um, back on the Natty thing though, doing that during commercial break, I wish I saw that because if that's what Natty is good at, if that is where she gets her most heat and that's where she's most comfortable, then let her do it. Her credentials coming out on the side thing during her entrance were stars on she stars on Total Divas and she's a third generation superstar. That was it. Like, give her something. If she's good at it, let her do it. I think she was telling fans to settle their tea kettle. Um, I I'm going I'm going to make a well that's that's her that's her heel line, supposedly. Uh uh-huh. I thought Naomi was death during commentary. 
I gotta be I honest. I think she I did. death during a lot of stuff. Yeah, I didn't think she was very good at all tonight. I mean, I liked the realism of when she knows her friend being beat up, but uh, you know what? I was I was already having problems with man. You can't find a, a just a no name person to sacrifice to Natty in this case. You have to be Becky Lynch. I understand why you do it, but uh, you know. Be- <laughs> Tonight, tonight was bad. If you like, if you like potential of great matches and seeing Chad Gable and Becky Lynch used like this, so but that's that's my personal preferences. Carmelsworth come out and tease a SummerSlam cash in. Ah, man, so so soon after tonight, I doubt it. But they this division could use it, and who knows if Charlotte will be around? I I don't know, but. It's really, me, uh, really rough. Let me position something that's been rumored or at least speculated upon. Not rumored. Rumored would mean somebody official said something. Uh, Carmella cashes in, but not on this women's title match. Hmm. Hmm. Perhaps uh, this Tamina Lana situation that's going on. Anna, by the way, what do you think about that? Uh, Lana telling Tamina, you're not ready. In which I say, you're damn right she's not. Well, let's. you missed a pivotal step before this. When Tamina approached Lana saying, hey, what the hell, where's my match tonight? I thought you were going to do gonna, go and do your ravishing thing, like use your ravishing ways to help me with my ambition. She was essentially admitting that she was trying to pimp out Lana. Like, was that just me misreading things? That's what it sounded like a lot. Um, but then Lana did go on Twitter afterwards and she said, I took Rusev to the top. Now I'll make history by, ma- by being the first woman to manage another woman and take Tamina to the top. That makes a lot more sense. If this is now going to be her role, they've decided that the in-ring thing is done for now. I'm, I'm on board with seeing where this goes. And that's a lot better than Tamina trying to pimp her out. Uh, I wish I could really just put my finger and explain like my issues with Naomi. They aren't necessarily in the ring anymore outside of those speedball Mike Bailey kicks that are absolute duty. But it's just she – ah, it's too forced. All of it's just too forced. Mm-hmm. Like the promos, the, the, the running in there and standing tall over Becky, like all of it's really, really, really forced. That's not on her though. That's on the writing. Yes, it's it's on her performance too, though. Like like if she can execute in a natural manner, that would make it a little bit better. But there's nothing natural about having an entrance for a match that isn't yours and getting up on the apron and dancing and then going to commentary. I'm sorry, that was that was the part that took me out from the beginning. I'm like, if I were Becky, I'd be bexplexing her too. I just yeah. She probably That's should the kind have. of person that turns up to a wedding and then walks down the aisle first doing a little dance and then sitting down and letting a procession what, happen. What white. Yeah. <laughs> Backstage, <clears throat> Daniel Bryan is approached by the Usos <laughs> and he tries to join their rap group. I love that the WWE is just like, hey, we, we, they, they had really good chemistry on Talking Smack. Let's run with it here. I like that they didn't ignore that. Anna, what says you? Sweet Beats is back, and I could not be happier. <laughs> he is just the coolest, geekiest, Phil Dumphy-esque dad I've ever seen. I love him. Jeff? 
I like that even as heels, the Usos don't hate Daniel Bryan. You know, you don't you don't have to be the snarling bad guy all the time. You, you can still be kind of a jerk, but have friends who are good people. Um, so so I, I too enjoy the Usos, Daniel Bryan interplay. Very fun stuff. I like that when Daniel Bryan said, can I join your rap group? One said no and one said yes. Like they <laughs> they weren't on the same page with that one. I like to think that if there was actually an Uso, Uso's penitentiary, Daniel Bryan would just be the prison guard trying really hard to fit in with all the prisoners and like oh, trying yeah. to sneak them the key to get out after hours or something and then just getting beaten up occasionally. As for SummerSlam, Natalia versus Naomi. Jeff, what's your pick? Uh, <laughs> oh, I picked I pick Naomi, but I still think there'll probably be a cash-in. I don't know why. I just do. Anna. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, either way, I hope Naomi keeps it as opposed to Natalia getting it. Yeah, going with uh, Naomi myself. Rusev and Chad Gable go to a double count out. Like, Rusev beats up Gable. They get counted out. Then Rusev takes the covering off the table, removes the monitors, throws Gable over the over the, the table, and then puts him in an accolade on top of it. This has been a real weird show, Jeff. <laughs> but... <laughs> Look, when Paige puts the page turner on the table, it's far more effective. Like, like, and that one was particularly weird because in no way are you actually touching the table. On this yeah. one, you are, but it still doesn't make any sense. Well, it, 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 eleva- it doesn't even elevate you to the level of the ring. It's just, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's their logic, man. I don't know. I hated that they sacrificed Gable again. Give me a breakdown. If they had left the monitors in the table or something that implied actually doing this on top of the monitors would hurt a lot more, that makes sense. If a pen's left on the desk and you're stuck in a submission, that hurts. You're being prodded. It would be even funnier if the (laughs) monitors were there. That way he could have forced Chad Gable to look at himself (laughs) in the monitor. Look at it. Look at you. You look so stupid. You look so stupid, little man. Say a stupid little man. Do it. Do it now. Yeah, okay. Um, Rusev says like one word and gets RKO'd. And there was like an extended pose. Like this pose down from Horton went on forever. This is this is in the territory of Bart Simpson's I didn't do it becoming his famous catchphrase and that's all anyone wants from him. Yeah. All like, I can enough. Hear, yeah. All I can hear in my ears are, are Jim Ross saying, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold <laughs> whenever that happens. So yeah. But they the people came to see that, they got it. It was a good one. And pose. It was a good one. I'll I'll give him that. It was really out of nowhere. Uh, I, you know, I would believe Randy Orton's going to win this Sunday. Unfortunately, I would love Rusev to win. Anna, who's your pick? Uh, probably Randy Orton. I would like Rusev to win, but i um, guessing Randy Orton. You know what? I would be happy if Randy Orton did win, but it was done in the first few seconds. And then the rest of the match for like 15 minutes was just him posing. Like Jeff is currently frozen, stuck. Yeah, that would be much better than... 
whatever I'm sure they have planned because yeah. Yeah. Jeff, I, I assume you're going with Orton as well. Well, I didn't do all that posing for nothing. Yes. <laughs> Good call. Good call. I'm crying. Up next was AJ Styles apology. Shane McMahon comes out, tells AJ there's no reason to apologize. We get a lot of passive aggressive dialogue as Kevin Owens comes out and pretty much kisses Shane's ass. Uh, Shane seems much more comfortable on the mic, although he's not quite to the level that he once was. I don't know if he'll ever get there. But he says that he won't hesitate to defend himself at SummerSlam and then urges AJ and KO to shake hands after KO tried to shake his. But he goes, no, that wouldn't be appropriate. (laughs) Like, okay. (laughs) But uh, KO actually ends up accidentally kicking Shane after an errant AJ Styles punch is blocked. I I enjoyed this segment. It was okay. You know, just establishing that, that both guys kind of have a reason for Shane to screw him if he wants to. But Jeff, it seems pretty clear they're going the direction of KO and maybe Shane. Yeah. Yeah. This was clunky, but it was a good kind of clunky. Like especially like Shane slowing down his cadence. Waiting for KO's <laughs> music. music, which someone missed their cue, and I'm talking slow. It reminded you know, that, me that of AJ's return when Paige was in the ring. And mm-hmm. Paige is like, I am here to stay. And then yeah, finally it, somebody hit her music, and she was like, shit, thank God. Yeah, in your script you'll get you'll get the word and you'll get two dashes, but you're supposed to continue the sentence yeah. as opposed to just stopping on that word. Um yeah, and 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 I was kind of expecting KO to super kick Shane here to to even Steven it to make it more of a mystery, but like I said, it's a good kind of contrived. There's nothing wrong with this whatsoever. This was pretty much pro wrestling 101, Anna, but uh did it do anything for you? Yeah, I mean, it was predictable as hell, but it was great. The whole sequence of AJ being caught with the fist and then Gayo booting Shane. Um, it just the, the whole part where Shane was building up with the, you know, I don't mind if you touch me, but if you, you know, if you touch me, I will touch you. And they just took such a long <laughs> roundabout way to get there that it just got into really awkward territory for a while. Like, where's this going? Yeah. Um, and I love that AJ's hair flip signifies that he's like, that's his preparation point before a match, before any kind of promo. Like that's it. <laughs> that's such a good note. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. AJ, Kevin Owens. I'm, I'm leaning towards AJ because I think that the KO is going to blame Shane McMahon for the loss. Then we go down that road. Anna, what do you think? Yep, AJ. Jeffrey. AJ due to referee miscommunication. Fashion Peaks. The Ascension show back up. They bring back a pie. It has hair and a Band-Aid in it. There was a funny line like, (laughs) we wouldn't want people to think we're just making this up as we go. And then we hear that Brizongo will be back in two weeks. Jeff, touted as the final fashion peaks. 
we get more of these types of segments in the future? Not until we get Brizongo back in, in a feud of some kind, I don't think. I think, I think they finally have decided, look, we got to get these guys in the ring. We just can't have them doing backstage vignettes every week. You know, <laughs> uh, props to Victor for his uh, spastic uh, <laughs> losing it over gluten. I don't know why I, he is sneaky funny in just about he everything is. he's in. I mean, if you, I mean, and I, I've said this before, his up, up, down, down is one of the most profanely hilarious things I've ever watched. Cause every other word is a swear word that gets beat out. <laughs> so, oh, and the, and the, and the, and the, and the, and the space rock joke. I don't know why that was so stupid, but it was funny to me <laughs> that it was in his back. It was in his, uh, his back pocket. Yeah. Anna, if this is the last of these segments, what would be your favorite moment out of all of them? Oh, look, fashion peaks was just brilliant for several reasons. They got them going viral. Um, but I am a level lover. Peaks tweeting out. Yeah. These segments. That was smart. Um, I am a lover though of all things 80s. So, um, what was it fashion vice? Mm-hmm. I would have to say, but this isn't this. I don't think this is, they kept reiterating. This is the final fashion peaks. And That's I've true. made a very clear note of that. Otherwise I would have said a lot of things on fire. Um, they had Satanists, Satanist demons screaming that gluten is the root of all evil. I love the Ascension. Now this is a beautiful, magical program that it, it is magic. And Please don't ever take this away from us. I... <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> so up next we had Usos versus New Day, but it was the combination that they wouldn't be facing on Sunday. I thought this was kind of clever how they worked it all out. It was Kofi and Xavier, and early on it was referred to as the speed team of New Day, and their offense reflected that which unleashed some rapid O shots from Phillips. But, I mean, other than that, it was a fun watch. The Usos are really, really good, I think, at making you dislike them inside the ring, but make you like like them outside the ring. Really unique at being able to do that to where you want to see them wrestle, but once you do, you, you want to see them get beaten up. They go low on Kofi, who will not be in the match Sunday, and then get the win. They'll be facing Xavier and Big E at SummerSlam. Anna, what did you think of the match, and who do you have on Sunday? That was good, entertaining, and chaotic. Um, the unicorn barrage of sentons was so cool, and I love that Woods is getting all this in-ring time. Um, and we actually got a current reference out of Xavier Woods with Game of Thrones, so that was something cool. Um, I've been watching a lot of Buffy. And they made a point with – there's a point to this. They made a point with um, Spike. Like, this character is a bad guy, bad guy through and through, but he is so charismatic that Joss Whedon had to put in several plot points throughout the, se- the series that were horrific just to remind everyone that this is a bad guy. The Usos, I think, have, they fall in line with this. Outside the ring, they are so charismatic and they're jokey and, you know, it's like Daniel Bryan. You want to be friends with them. You want to be seen as cool for the cool guys. And then they get in the ring and it is a prison yard. I think that's cool. Um, I think New Jay has this at SummerSlam. 
I'm very curious to see where both teams go after this. I kind of hope New Day become a revolving door for a few tag team appointment opponents and maybe Usos versus Hype Bros, but I don't know. Yeah. Sunday. I first off make your pick um, Sunday. Sun- yeah, Sunday I think uh because Xavier took the fall this time, I think I think it's gonna be the Usos. Or, I think uh, New Day wins. Or Kofi, I'm sorry. Why did I think Zeep? Never mind. I'm uh, just spacey right now. Um, no, but I think I think the uh, I think the New Day retains their titles. Uh, I really liked this match. I liked it a lot more than Anna did. I think um, because I like when I like when they decide that they're going to do something off the beaten path to make a tag team special like this. And that that opening sequence of that thing was such a '80s quick tag in and out type of thing that makes tag team wrestling special as opposed to the WWE style, which is kind of like one guy gets his stuff in, then they get the shine, then the other guy gets his stuff in, and then then you know they have one kind of combination move, which is basically both of them doing individual things, and then somebody gets the pin. I I loved the opening sequence of this match so much and i really this is one of the stronger tv tag matches i've seen this year from the wwe yep i liked it too pretty much echo everything that you guys just said then we had john cena defeating jinder mahal via dq i think a match was thrown out (laughs) i sent a text to uh to one of my friends who works on the smackdown brand and said were they told to repeatedly call this the biggest SmackDown match ever? And he just said, what do you think? (laughs) So I can't say that they were told that. It's just, what do I think? I think, yeah, they were. There we go. The beginning of this match seemed like Vince McMahon's wet dream. Jinder Mahal, the brown foreign heel. John Cena, the white American babyface. Test of strength, middle of the ring. Just, he could feel it down in his grapefruits. I know it. I just know it. Uh, Samir drops John Cena with a punch. The only thing that I could follow that up with in my notes was another dove cries. (laughs) If I'm a WWE wrestler, I have the don't throw wild looping punches at Cena thing scouted by now. You're going to end up flat on your back. Despite all this ridiculous shit, I thought this was a pretty solid match. I, you know, it was outside of the tag match, probably the best match on the show. I thought uh, it was it was fine. Jeff, what did you think? As soon as you said Vince McMahon's wet dream, all I could think of was the moment where the the Bollywood or with the Singh brothers get kicked out. And of course, because they're wearing the club clothes from Friday night on Hollywood Boulevard, one has to rip his shirt open to show the body before he gets thrown out. I found that. Uh, we'll reimburse you for it, pal. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jinder gets to uh, get a shoulder up out of a main event move now. That That's his reward for being champion. Congratulations to him. We're seeing the slow progression, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, this wasn't bad. I, I I thought that the the segment after this, which we'll get into, uh, yeah, we need to talk about that a bit. But uh, yeah, overall, I, I I was I was relieved that they didn't beat Gender two weeks in a row. I thought that would have been ridiculous, most ridiculous with Anna Bauer. 
Which you all can find more out about her special SummerSlam edition over on her Twitter. So go check that out for sure. But uh, Anna, was Jinder Mahal going to kick out of that Super AA? No. No, he was This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's not. It's a firm stance. Yeah. Um, it was a good match between both of them. I'm glad that Mahal is getting more solid matches as the week go- weeks go on. It just really grinds my gears when every week, except for last week because the Singh brothers were regenerating in recovery, every week they interfere with Mahal's matches, yet they're still allowed by ringside and they're starting to be ejected. But it's, have you never seen a Mahal match before? Is this your first time? I'm like, no, don't, don't do that. Just don't. I need that segment on most ridiculous. Now I need, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> Peter Griffin. <laughs> so Baron Corbin comes out. He breaks up the pin. Match is thrown out. I assume John Cena won via DQ. Then Baron Corbin walks halfway up the ramp, then realizes, oh, wait, I just broke up a super AA. And he cashes in. As soon as he cashes in, he punches John Cena. Jinder Mahal rolls Baron Corbin up 5.74 seconds. Jinder Mahal retains the title. Now, a lot of emotions went through my body at that time. Well, first off, all of a sudden, everybody's worried about Baron Corbin. I can't believe they do this to Baron Corbin. Come on. Come on. This is very much like when people found out Jinder Mahal was getting this push and like, but India, you got those same people going like, but Bosley, what about those hair commercials now? What is, they need a poster boy. No, it's okay. If the push isn't happening right now, it's okay. But I got to say when it happened, I laughed maniacally. <laughs> I laughed like uncomfortably loud. Jeff, how did you feel first moment after that third hand hit the mat? <laughs> I I I kind of watched and I to be honest the first second after the the hand hit the mat I went does this suck or was that funny as hell? That that's how <laughs> I couldn't tell. I, I'll go through my whole mental, uh, you know, journey on this whole thing because as he's leaving with the briefcase, I'm going. He just took a super AA. I just spent last week's show harping on you for not taking advantage of a guy who took the most powerful move in WWE without his two flunkies there, and you didn't take advantage of it. Are you the dumbest money in the bank holder to ever live? And then he turned around. I went. Oh crap! Someone can read my thoughts right now. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then he did it. And then I'm watching, and I'm like, 
Now I know one thing about the money in the bank cash in I absolutely loathe is when they, a year or two in, they put in the opponent must be on both feet in order to start the match Yeah, uh, stipulation. That one, I just think you should be able to start it, lay down on a guy who's knocked out, get the three. I am fine with that not being fair for a heel to win the title. And then when, when Cena did the distraction, I go, yep, he's getting the roll-up. One, two, three. And I went, they needed to do this last week so that Baron Corbin could be mad as hell and just beat the absolute crap out of Cena going into this match at SummerSlam. That's what I would have liked to see would be a little bit more heat because, yeah, we're going to get the heat now. But amidst all the other matches at SummerSlam, it's not going to be remembered as much until they show the video package. I think. I think. I think this need to be done two weeks out, so that or one week out, so that this week we could see kind of Corbin building up how much he hates John Cena, and then we could see like we'd be anticipating for kind of a big fight feel at SummerSlam. As far as I know, this may be like top three fastest WWE matches televised of all time. Hmm. Like I know the Rock, um, the Rock and Boss Man was faster. Maybe, uh, maybe another one with Taz in it. I think like where he tapped somebody out real quick. But this is definitely I, I think it beats Backlund versus Diesel for fastest. WWE title match of all time. Anna, what what hit your brain waves in your heart as soon as Baron Corbin got pinned? In the age of spoilers and predictability and people wanting to say that they know it all, I love this. I loved how fast this was. I love the decision and then just how, how quickly from the moment of decision to the realization on his face of what just happened that he went for it and failed so spectacularly. And now I'm really looking forward to how this plays out. I'm, I'm very good with it. I actually got tingles watching it just because I loved it so much. I'm with you. I think this may be the ripple, the edge to Baron Corbin's character that he needs. Jeff, also, I am completely against you on the two feet thing. I love it. I think it creates drama. Like as they struggle to make it to their feet, can can because I remember CM Punk like like even yeah hurry he, up hurry up yeah yeah like hurry up too. hurry up get get him up but you know I, I'm not a gender I don't like the Jinder Mahal experiment I don't like anything mm-hmm. about it he's getting a little bit better in the ring but not the leaps that he needs to make to be in that spot I, I think I I've, I rather enjoyed it. But Jinder Mahal versus Nakamura this Sunday, I think Jinder Mahal is going to end up winning the match because he's walking an Indian UFC fighter to the cage or the structure, as we've said, uh, in mid-September, I think, a couple weeks, maybe three, four weeks away. Jeff, what do you think? Well, my original plan was that Nakamura would win and Corbin would cash in, so that's out of the out of the uh, out of the possibilities. Um, yeah, I think uh, your usual Singh brothers chicanery and uh, Ginger wins. 
yeah, I think Nakamura probably hits both Singh brothers with a Kinsasha and then eats eats a finish. Actually, let me backtrack. I think maybe Nakamura wins by DQ. Still doesn't get the belt, though. Gross. Um, Anna? Yeah. I think Mahal. I don't think... I feel like this is going to be the match that sells Nakamura on the main roster. Like, they're not going to quite give him the title, but they're relying on this to push him over the finish line with people who weren't fans at NXT or, or in Japan or whatever. Um, so, yeah, maybe DQ. So... Also, we have Cena, Corbin. A week ago, I was pretty confident that Cena was going to win this match. I don't know at this point. Uh, Anna, what, what is your call? Um, I think you or Alex said on the show yesterday that this was probably going to be the reason why John Cena switches to Raw for a while. And I think there will be a dodgy finish, which means that Cena We'll go to Raw either this sun, after this Sunday or further down the track. Um, but I think that's kind of the stakes of this match is just to get him to another brand and to keep building Corbin. Associate Editor Alex Pawlowski, when I assigned him the article, said, I said, please, God, get an article on that. And he said, oh, you mean the dumbest effing thing this company has ever done? Sure. And then I replied with, I'll go on and said that is an incredible Goldbergian stretch. Because <laughs> following Lesnar Goldberg, he said that it was the end of wrestling as we knew it. That's a bit hyperbolic. I, I was listening to that podcast live and I was pissing myself with laughter at how, like, I it love was- Alex so much. But like, I love how emotional he gets about most this. somber moments ever. Like nine eleven, and then Goldberg Lesnar were like it was. It was close. It was close, Ugh, right there. If, there. if you would have watched that show, you would have thought something real tragic happened. It was rough. <laughs> Jeff Cena yes. Corbin, who wins it? You know what? I wouldn't put past them to beat Cena clean here with Corbin. And just have Cena appear on Raw anyways and have it not matter. I'm here on Raw, the main event show. I'm here to challenge anybody what Samoa Joe. You know, whatever. He just goes into his hype man promo without the loss even mattering. And and I don't think it plays into the story at all, this thing. I think he could just lose and just appear one day on Raw and go, I'm a free agent now. Look at me. And that's He's still sunning. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Back. Yeah. That is a great comp- – I had never thought of that before. He's just I – mean, oh, losing does a favor. Oh, I'm the champion now. I mean, he literally yeah. said that he broke Tito Ortiz's neck. Tito Ortiz smashed him. He's and a now sociopath. John Cena is a sociopathic liar. Thank you very much, Sean Ross. I put that, put that on the website, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll get quick <laughs> predictions from you all for on the on the Raw side as well. Demon Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt will go Jeff, then Anna. Demon. Yeah, Demon. They give no shits about Bray at this point to have him destroyed. Big Show versus Big Cass. Enzo suspended in a shark cage. Also, uh, a few thoughts on Anderson and Gallows joining up with 
Cass. I I think uh, Cass wins, but man, I think one of those two, either Enzo or Show, are turning on the other. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be Cass. I think something, I wrote something effity will happen. Um, I hope it is an Enzo turn. Otherwise, I hope they get him to 205 after this. Akira Tozawa defends the Cruiserweight Championship against Neville. Jeff? I think you have to have Tozawa maintain after after winning the title on. Uh, you can't have, well, you can, but I don't think they will. I want to go with Neville, but I think Jeff's right. I just, either way, I'm so looking forward to this. It's going to be like Game it's, of Thrones it's, in the ring. Anna, it's, it's not a bad thought to have that they put it back on Neville immediately. It's not. No, I, I would like to see it. But, you know, Game of Thrones in, in wrestling match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sheamus and Cesaro defend the Raw Tag Team Championships against Shield 0.66, the reunited Ambrose and Rollins. Jeff. <sighs> I could see this either way, but I do think they're going to give them the happy moment of the Shield reunion and then winning the titles. Yeah, I think Shield 2.0 is going to get this. I don't want to be as blatant as to say, apparently, because Seamus is going to film a movie. But I, I think it's it's about time these guys got something good. Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks, Raw Women's Championship. Anna, we'll start with you. I think Banks is going to get it because I have a feeling that Bailey was going to get it uh, pre-injury. And I kind of hope she does. Sasha with a 2% chance that Carmel Cash is an honor. Then we got the big one, the big beef battle four-way. So much sirloin beef, your arteries just don't stand a chance. Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns, Anna, what's your pick? I think Lesnar's going to retain. Something's going to be up, though, and I feel like it's going to be split into a double match with... Joe versus other Joe and Lesnar versus Strowman. I just, I really hope it's the same kind of setup that as the fatal five way that they had at extreme rules. That's all I want out of this. Yeah. I think it's uh, Brock Lesnar. Also, we have NXT takeover Brooklyn. We will uh, talk a little bit. I don't want to say at length, but uh, we'll expand a little more as compared to the Raw side of things since we have the Monday Night Raw podcast that you guys can check out. Also, you can check out uh, my quick podcast that I did on the G1 Finals and Omega Okada 3. Last Friday, I did a members-only show with David Bixenspan where we talked all kinds of stuff worth a watch. Also, today, myself and Showdown Joe did the Holy Smokes MMA podcast. We broke down really one of the hottest stories in MMA this year, which was the Polly Malinagi and Conor McGregor sparring video. That was fun. Frank Trigg joined the show, talked to us as well. We showed you the sparring footage. So definitely go check that out. Subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. Leave us a thumbs up. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. I think this is a real good-looking card. Alistair Black versus Hideo Tommy kicks this off. I think that Alistair Black is a very, very special talent from his presentation to his entrance to his music to his look to his offense 
Anna, what kind of impressions has Alistair Black made on you thus far? He's impressive as hell. Um, I think he's going to take this one away. I think they're still really hot on him, and yeah, it'd be a shame if they didn't. Jeff, this might be the first Hideo Itami match that I've really looked at and said, I can't wait until that happens. They had a really good match in Bakersfield on this on this tour because they've been uh, they've been shuffling in some of the matches from the card on on the West Coast tour, um, kind of alternating on nights which ones they're going to do. Um, it's interesting because I think people are just expecting that that kick out of nowhere and then a pin from Alistair Black, but I think they're going to have a kind of a lengthy match here. And yeah, this is uh, you know this is the first time Adeo Tommy's really been anywhere close to healthy where he can have a long match with a guy of any quality. So yeah. And Itami, to say the least, has not lived up to expectations in WWE. He's, he's gotten a little better at his heel run. I like. I'm, I was a big fan of turning him heel. There are just some guys you got to pull the trigger on. One of those guys was Andrade Almas because man, has I really enjoy him. Basically, like he's like if Manny Ramirez were a wrestler, that's that's him right now. Like I love him. I love the the new addition with with Vega uh, in his corner taking on Johnny Wrestling. Jeff, you got a prediction for this one? I think this is going to be the match of the night, and Could I be. agree with you. I, I it, it's very rare that a talent can die this hard of a death on TV and end up resurrecting himself from the gimmick that he was dying a terrible death. They would usually make this kind of meta commentary on how he, how he's not getting over, but this has been fantastic. Um, you know what? I think you can beat Johnny wrestling here. And I think they will. I, 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 I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sold on that, but Johnny Gargano has enough goodwill where if he got screwed out of a win somehow, the, the, the money in Gargano is when Ciampa comes back. So, so you're just kind of giving him stuff to do right now. I could see them having, uh, Andrade Almas beat him here. I honestly think Johnny could lose every major match until Ciampa came back. Mm-hmm. And then when he did, it would be just as hot. And Ciampa could even point at him and say, you were the weak link, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anna, your thoughts on Gargano and Almas? Yeah, I think this could send Gargano on a losing streak and Almas on a winning streak. And both would not suffer at all from it. And I would love in another world to have a mixed tag match with Gargano and Larray versus Almas and Trinidad. Ah, oh, yeah. Ooh. That, I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> I'll take that. Yes. Yes. Hose me down. <laughs> Going with Almas here. Authors of Pain versus Sanity. Uh, Sanity doesn't click for a lot of people. What I can say every time I've seen Sanity live, like their entrance, like I – can't imagine being live, seeing their entrance, and then not being excited to just see what happens next, especially with Nikki Cross. I think Nikki Cross is also something special. But I, I don't think that Authors of Pain are going to lose this one. I think Authors of Pain are their, you know, to be generic, but they're, they're road warriors essentially. But, Jeff, do, do Sanity have a chance here? No, but uh... – this match has a chance to over-deliver because I think people have low expectations for it. Um, I am hoping that the combination they use is Eric Young and Killian Dane. I am not an Alexander Wolf fan at all. I, I don't know why. 
I just I, I I like his look, but I keep thinking, man, I wish Josh Barnett were that guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I and I and I think Eric Young is perfect in this kind of role as kind of a workhorse who can get thrown around by big guys, and I have no problem with that. Um, but yeah, I think I think the authors of Pain are going to be the winners. Um, I hope that this match is not a dud. I really do because that would this would be the one match I think that would drag down the card, if any. They've had uh, authors of Pain have had very good dance partners in these major matches, and. This, when I look at the stylistic matchup, I'm like, ooh, unless at the last minute somebody comes in and says, no DQ, like they often do, where, oh, we're just dropping this one on you. Okay, that would be fine, because I don't know that there are any other matches of that kind scheduled at all that weekend. Are there any like stipulation matches of, of that sort on SummerSlam or NXT? Because I don't think there are. No. Something, something this weekend's getting changed in no DQ. Something. I hope it's this match. Anna, authors of pain versus sanity. Who you got? AOP. I've said it from the start with sanity. They have so much potential to be this absolutely savage, terrifying team. And I would, I would love to see them in person. I haven't, they didn't come down for the tour. Um, I don't think they were even assembled by the time they came here for the tour. But I would be interested in seeing Sanity as champs when they're at that point of just complete savagery. But they haven't hit that yet. It's been a tame ape shit. Actually, uh, Sean, to correct you a little bit, the Fatal 4-Way is officially a no-DQ match by the rules of what a Fatal 4-Way is. That is a good point. That is a very good point. Asuka versus Ember Moon, NXT Women's Championship. Asuka never been defeated, set all kinds of records. Will Ember Moon be that girl to unseat Asuka, Anna? I think they want her to be. I think they wanted her to be at the last takeover when she was injured. I don't think she should be the one to do She She wasn't hurt. She was good Don't to go. Ruin this for me. Jeez. Just saying. Um, she was good to go. <laughs> I yeah, I think they want her to be the one. And if she wasn't hurt, then maybe they're waiting for a streak point or some kind of milestone or something. Um I don't know. I just don't want Oscar to lose it at this point. Ember, like the thing is her promo delivery. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Ah. I just I feel like she's still got proving to do before getting that. Jeff, your thoughts. They wanted her to live up to that spot as the conqueror, and it was her promos that made her not live up to that spot. I'm going to say no. I think whichever person comes out of that May Young Classic is is beating Asuka, and I think it'll probably be Carrie Sane, but I would not. I would not be surprised by somebody else, but I think the winner of that tournament is going to be the person to dethrone Asuka. Sometimes the best promo is no promo at all. Mm. I think Asuka's going to win. I do. Bobby Roode versus Drew McIntyre. I'm, I'm not a Bobby Roode fan. I'm just not a big fan of his work. I love his entrance. To me, a lot of times in these in his matches – 
we've seen matches that go 100 miles an hour and they go right into a Bobby Roode match that slows it down to about 30, 35. Like, the thing is, that, that in those 100-mile-an-hour matches, you don't know if you're going to get there safely. In a Bobby Roode match, you know you're going to get to the end safely. You just don't know if it's going to be a very fun ride. Drew McIntyre is a little bit like he he does like to do like he likes to go above and beyond but I don't know if he'll want to do that here his WWE style isn't necessarily his evolved style uh as we've seen in the multiple promotions that he's worked Jeff do you think there's any chance that Drew McIntyre uh emerges victorious here I originally did and then they caught fire with this Roddy Strong story which has confused everything right now. And the interest of me is to see Bobby Roode in there with a guy who's bigger than him and how he works with him in this style. Because, yeah, his matches haven't been, you know, blow away great, but all his people have been smaller. So I'll be interested to see him kind of as a heel in peril, so to speak, in, in this match. But there is just this nagging feeling because of the buildup on TV that this is going to end in some sort of storyline screwery involving Roddy Strong ending up costing Drew McIntyre the title and having Rude retain. They really have enough talent to where they could do two nights of NXT takeovers if they so chose. There are a lot of guys not on this show. Mm-hmm. Like there's going to be what? Like I mean, if you wanted to do Eric Young outside of Sanity, he's there. You got Roderick Strong. There's there's a lot of people. Like and not to mention the women. Good God! Like there. Are a well, ton you're gonna of have women. undercard. You're gonna have undercard matches taped for television, like they do every year. Sure, sure. But I mean, they could at least make this three hours if they wanted to. There's. I like Street Profits. Yeah. I like them. Uh, now, obviously, they just they just started off, but an NXT or a, or a United Kingdom title match. There's, yeah, that's the one that's missing. Yeah. Uh, heavy Machinery, they're not on the show. No Way Jose, you know, he's... I think No Way Jose is the ultimate show starter, though. Like, you get him mm-hmm. out there and everybody... Like, if you've ever been to a live event, they almost always start with No Way Jose, and you see why. But there are a lot... Cassius Ono isn't on the show. There, there are Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly... They're going a lot to of the emerge. women, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the women aren't on the show, but oh, I think too. they could really do something special with this show. Which do you think will be the better show? Because it seems like without fail, it's always NXT TakeOver, and we go, boy, there's, some, there's WWE main roster guys have a lot to live up to, and they never do. But Anna, which do you think is going to steal the weekend? Well, I'm going to give my prediction first for – the title match. Thank you very much. Oh, shit. Um, Sorry. Wow. <clears throat> yes. Sean Ross Sapp. Um, <laughs> I think something is going to happen between um, Roderick Strong and Drew McIntyre NXT this week, which is two days but tomorrow for us. Um, yeah. That's going to set up whatever happens in the championship match. And I think they're going to travel with that for a while. I think McIntyre, is it how you guys say it differently from what? McIntyre. McIntyre, yeah. McIntyre um, isn't ready for it yet. 
And I think the the promos that Rude has been delivering on Roddy Strong has been fantastic. The my favorite ones that I've seen him do since he's been in NXT. So I think that they're going to travel this for a while. Do we see Adam Cole in the crowd, or does he <laughs> debut like run in in the ring, something like that, Jeff? Or or is or is he going to be sitting next to to Sergeant Slaughter and somebody else? It's going to be Sergeant Slaughter, probably <laughs> Shayna Baszler or someone, and you know someone someone from the May Young Classic. Yeah, and Adam Cole. Yeah, no, I th- I think he's in the audience. Um, and I think you know probably Bailey and Sami Zayn are in the audience too for the homecoming gimmick. Uh, this, this isn't me taking a shot at him, but when he takes that picture shaking Triple H's hand, there are going to be a lot of negative small. comments. He's going to look small. That's what I yes. think. Um, oh yeah, to, to, he is to not yeah. the five ten two twenty they bill him at. No. Um. Uh, did Anna answer the question of which show she thought would be better? No. Oh, probably NXT. Yeah, there we go. I mean, every single time. Because I didn't want to sound like an illiterate American when I don't say McIntyre. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and she says it much classier than we do. Uh, I, I think just by nature of not overstaying, it's welcome. And that, thus you don't dwell on the parts that you go, that sucked. I think NXT TakeOver will, will win this um, as the better show. I think the four-way has the chance of stealing the weekend in terms of what gets the most buzz, but I do think that NXT will overall be the better show. Make sure you guys join us Saturday and Sunday night. Your boys at Fightful.com have you covered. Anna, before we go, tell them about uh, Most Ridiculous, the SummerSlam special, and your Patreon. Yep. Um, So head to my Twitter, and the information is there. The link is there. There are several different reward brackets. Um, Starting from a dollar, you can get access to the full episode, um, up to your own Photoshops, um, Q&A, all that kind of stuff. And then I'm thinking once the – Patreon part is over and the episode is out there. If people still want access to the full episode, I'll try and put it for a dollar on Vimeo and part of the proceeds will go to Sammy for Syria. Jeffrey Hawkins, what's Mm -hmm. up? Well, this week on Shake Them Ropes, you'll probably hear a lot of these same takes when Rob and I go (laughs) over TakeOver and SummerSlam. Um, And also, though new a a review of a fantastic episode seven of uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling on netflix which just got renewed for sing- season number dose anna start your campaign started a few months ago well it needs to restart <laughs> join me tomorrow at 3 p.m eastern myself and jimmy van for the list and your boy he'll uh, reveal anything that he may have found out about rick flair of course he uh broke some of that news this week Saturday and Sunday night, subscribe, like, thumbs up. Thank you guys so much. We're out. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.